and welcome to Complete Geeks, episode 90. I'm host Toast, motherfucker, uh, <laughs> joined by Bob. <laughs> and no organic, because life's hectic. Yeah. <laughs> Due to scheduling conflicts beyond our control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, how's things? What have you been up to? Not too bad. Um, just uh, goofing off as usual. But uh, today, before we started the podcast, uh, we were getting down times, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in the process of getting my third dose of the COVID va- or the Pfizer vaccine for COVID." And so that was uh, that was fun because I was like, "Oh cool, you know, the schedule's fine and everything's all clear. I can record with Toast and just do that." And then the wife kept on bouncing these times around on getting this third dose. And then she was like, Oh, we're going to do it at five o'clock today. I was like, I told her, so I was going to record at six. We better hurry the fuck up. It is now currently seven. Cause I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It's only yeah, midnight. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's no big, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, other than that, just, uh, just the usual. I started watching this show, um, on Netflix called squid game. And oh yeah, I'll be watching that next week. I've heard oh, good things. Yeah. So yeah, it's fucking crazy. So pretty much it's a it's a Korean show. It's nine episodes. But it these you know, it follows certain characters, but it follows one character and he's like in an extensive amount of debt. And the way these people can pay off their debts is that they do this thing called the squid game and or you know, or a set of games that are based off of childhood lore but if they lose they die and it is like i'm on episode five now and it is bonkers because it doesn't like you know when you think about the stuff it's like very korean cinema style like you know where it's that horror in a sense where they do a lot of like gore and stuff and they don't pull any punches when it comes to it and you're just like i don't know like if this was shown on korean television like i hope it was shown like late at night and stuff because the gore is definitely there in terms of you know korean cinema and it is it's awesome i'm watching it dubbed so that way i can like sort of like look at my phone if i need to but it's yeah i really really like it my coworkers told me i needed to watch it and after watching like i said i watched a few episodes today and i'm ready to finish it but you'll it's right up your alley toast you'll love it Nice. So, yeah, the the first episode's a little slow, but once I get into the plot of it, it's it's crazy. You're just like, holy shit, this is this is legit. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, more more trash TV. You know, ninety day fiance, too large, whatever's on TLC. Yeah. <laughs> the, how the mighty have fallen. Oh yeah, love after lockup. <laughs> My, uh, my, 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 my friend, my friend, she's obsessed with love after lockup. And the one time I was over there and, uh, she's sitting there. She, I was like, what are you watching? She's like, love after lockup. And I was talking all my shit. Like I was talking to you. And then next thing you know, it was like, I was like, oh my God, who's this guy? Where is he going to do? When's he get out of prison? (laughs) And then I started watching it independently of her and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) But yeah. Still only the current 90 days or are you going back and shit now? No, still. I uh, I think I'm on. I think I'm still on season one because it's like I've been watching it sporadically in between all the other garbage I've been watching. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, you know, outside of that, days of days of blended together as usual, which is not a bad thing. You know, it's work, come home, chill out, rinse and repeat. So 
I think it's, you know, starting to, things are starting to ease out in terms of my stress level. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm good with this. Uh, Oh, we also, we played D and D when two weeks ago last week. Oh, fuck. You must've made a little about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's to not piss shine off. You like yeah. wrote it on your hand or something. Yep. Yeah. I, I just thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, yep. D and D. Ha, shine. Got it. Figured it out. We're good, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a couple of sessions left, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and then, um, if things go to plan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, things as long as things don't go off the rails, we're good. But uh, that's been that's been fun. I've I've really enjoyed it. I know Shine. Sometimes we don't say it enough to Shine, but I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it in terms of like it's a nice evening just to be able to hang out and chill out and not we take it seriously, but not serious enough to like make it not fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much me. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to? Not a lot. Uh, I'm away <laughs> for um, like I've got a cabin, a hot tub, and a shitload of fucking meat to grow. Basically, <laughs> lined up for the next week. Is it the same? Is it the same place that uh same place you went before? No, it's different, but it's the same sort of idea. Uh, okay, just it's like uh, it's also uh, one of these stupid. Like no light pollution zones. Oh, so that's like, cool. At night, you'll just be able to see every star going and things like that. God, it's, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Is it is now? Is it like a campground? Is it like can you do like tent camping and then you can rent cabins, or is it just like you just rent cabins and that's it? Uh, I think like within the like the greater area, there's camping grounds and stuff, but this one's just like a cabin sort of place. Okay. Uh, I should be fine. Uh, mm. So I've got a bunch of stuff I want to watch, like Squid Game. Yeah, uh, the newest, newest or the last chapter, I think, of uh, shit that Spanish bank heist thing I was watching. Uh, Money heist. Um, uh, yeah, because that's another one that's like on my list of shit I gotta watch. Oh, you should definitely do that. Yeah. Like the fact that you watched the dubbed Korean thing means that you can oh, watch yeah. this dubbed Spanish thing. Yeah, because it's like yeah. the. He, he, the dub is like the dub is actually good like voice acting wise but you can definitely tell it's the way koreans spoke it's like the lip sync is super off but it makes it a lot easier to be able to focus on it rather than you know having to read subtitles i don't know i'm yeah. I'm lazy these days i think like money house is one of the most popular things and then this squid game came out and it's now trending to be the most popular ever or something on yeah. netflix that's awesome uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy these non-native things yeah uh, come out <laughs> just take over i know and it's it's cool because like the the thing i the thing i like about it the most is that you know 15 or 20 years ago these things wouldn't have gotten this much popularity they just would have been like these like mysterious like cult following type of deals and now they're you know like you said trending to be number one worldwide on netflix in terms of viewership and it gets it's it's cool seeing these shows finally get the recognition that they actually deserve rather than being like these underground hits and so yeah it's it's very cool now that's definitely that'll be one i have to add to the list if i can get away from all the trash tv i'm watching and then what else uh that the new thing from the haunting of hell house or whatever people oh yeah uh, um midnight mass yeah yeah 
Because that's supposed to be really good too. That's another one that's on my list. They said that that's excellent as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big sort of suspenseful horror sort of guy. Mm-hmm. So like, the only one I watched was Bly Manor, uh, mm-hmm. and I kind of fell off that. But I don't know. I'll give this one a try. It's, it might not be for me, but it's a I, shame because it's that Rahul Collie guy that I've spoke about a bunch that's like yeah. done different video game related uh, stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I want to watch stuff that he's in and enjoy yeah. it. Like, I Zombie was where I first seen him. And then I think he was the voice for Faz or Fares or something. Was it? I think so. Um, my, yours? The Mrs. Star watching I Zombie. It's cheesy as hell, but I enjoy it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's hokey. Yeah. Put on and tune yep. out, but yep. we'll still pay attention, but not 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I I liked uh of course my dog's going off because she's an idiot. Um I liked I liked Haunting and Hill House more than Bly Manor. Bly Manor was like sort of like a slog to get through towards the end because you're like, okay, well, you know, can we speed this up a little bit? I I I'd say try Haunting a Hill House and see, if, you know, but they're also yet again, it's like you have to be really sort of into that genre of horror in terms of like not a lot of scares or like not yeah it's i like yeah, this i like the missus thing and i think she yeah. watched the first one so i don't care about going back and watching okay it. yeah so there's no point in going she, back yeah well she wants to watch midnight mass i'll try it sort of at the same yeah. time and then after a few episodes it might just be one of the ones where i turn around and go right yeah you can finish this and you're on uh, <laughs> i do i've done that before happens yep. a bunch <laughs> yep i understand i understand man because i do the same thing i'm like i'm bored you finish this <laughs> Yeah, it's not, I mean, other than that, like, what else, anything else you got? Uh, well, hmm. games would be going on to the next thing. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I guess, talking about dubbed, uh, I'll move on to the main thing I've sort of played, which is Judgment. Uh, oh, shit. Yep. Uh, I'm playing that dubbed. I know a lot of people say, oh, play it with the fucking Japanese audio and read the subtitles, but... Mm. There's enough fucking reading of sub of things in that, like without I, having it. <laughs> I look at it this way: like if the only reason why you know with the Yakuza games, because obviously Judgment is done by the same studio, the only reason why those games got the first one for PlayStation Two got dubbed originally, and then I think it was more of like a cost cutting measure rather than rather than like authenticity to the games. It was like, okay, well, if you want this game, we can't afford to do a dub, but we can release it here subtitled, and sales are based on that. And so sales kept on going and going and going, and then I think it was more one of those things where it was like, up until like Yakuza Like a Dragon and Judgment, it was just easier to release them subtitled, and it was faster to release them subtitled. Yeah. And then I, yeah, and then I think with like them gaining popularity to the point where like I think Yakuza, like a dragon, actually sold either just as well, if not better, than in here than it did in Japan. And Judgment, I think, does better here. That they're like, okay, well now I think they're starting to approach to the point where like, okay, now we have enough in our budget to do dubs. And so I don't think you're doing any kind of disservice, like listening to it dubbed. You're actually showing, you know, like okay, well you're showing appreciation for them actually doing it because I played like a dragon dubbed. And you know, even though there's six Yakuza games before that that are subtitled, like 
if they were dubbed, I would probably listen to those dubbed too because it's just easier for me to focus. It makes me, it keeps me more engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the last think time I seen my save, I was like 15 or 16 hours in or something. That's awesome. Uh, yep. And it's just, I mean, I didn't get too deep into Yakuza, but it just seems like Yakuza, but not as off its tits on LSD at times. Or yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much supposed to be like a more serious tone than Yakuza. Yeah, slightly that i think i prefer that for the long-term game like playing 40 hours or something you kind of get mm-hmm. sick of this cheesy side stuff uh, yeah but this has a little bit of the side cases like i can't remember what they're called but there's like a trio of sexual predators or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and the first one i've dealt with was like professor panty sniffer or some shit it's crazy uh, sounds like yeah, um yep. <laughs> the cool the, the cool part is like with the series is like I think one of the neatest parts now is that apparently the like a dragon type of turn-based RPG is going to be the play style going forward for a little while because it did so well. A lot of people actually really enjoyed it, which I did too. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would considering the fact that, you know, the old Yakuza games play like judgment and they were talking about now the studio is saying like, okay, well going forward, Yakuza is going to be like this. And then, sequential judgment games are going to be more old standard yakuza gameplay so i'm like oh cool so you you fill the niche in both roles and you can still keep yakuza going while also having gameplay in a new storyline and i like the, the fact that like one side's gangster and one side's police yeah yeah because uh, the fact like i i don't know the fucking length of the games i didn't want to play seven of them at catch up or whatever uh yeah and Judgment 2 has just came out, so I thought, yeah, that's not too big a hurdle. I'll mm. knock out Judgment now, and if I like it, then I can get 2 while it's still fresh, sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, it's not as it's not as overwhelming, because like, it was very smart for them to call Yakuza 7 like a dragon versus Yakuza 7, because it since it's a new start of the series, it's like a new jump point. So for people like you who haven't played the you know previous games, like you said, you're not overwhelmed by six 40 plus hour games you can just jump right in and with a new protagonist and everything and like okay cool like this is the person i'm going to work with rather than like instead of having to deal with kazuma and having to start from the beginning yeah uh, and then uh almost forgot because we do these things fucking two weekly now i forget right what i play but death loop as oh yeah that's right you were telling me yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I finished that now. Uh, you finished but... it? Fuck me. I'm like, because yeah, you were like, you're like, when you were talking about it, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to buy it. I was like, this is it. And so, go ahead. Tell, yeah, it, tell me more. It's right up there for a game of the year thing. Uh, it's like just the way, it's the, like the actual gameplay, like the systems, mm-hmm. the way they all merge together and stuff. And I guess that's what an arcade game is, which I've missed. So, yeah, because so you weren't, you weren't super huge into like, uh, what was it um uh, dishonored dishonored yeah because you said you weren't yeah. super huge in that right it's just i missed it i think they oh, okay. came out when i was just focused on cod and fifa and things like that and gotcha wasn't trying other games uh cod fifa and occasional assassin's creed was basically me for about a decade or something i appreciate uh, you uh i appreciate you expanding your horizons even within the i know i say that a lot but it's like it's I don't know. It's cool to me to see people like 
expand into different genres of games rather than like you said for like 10 years you you dealt with those specific games and now you know like you said 10 years ago if you would have told you like you're gonna play a yakuza game and you're gonna play this weird first person shooter that does this you probably been like nah i'm not doing that or i'm gonna play animal crossing for an obscene amount of hours oh fuck you see there's an update supposedly so i might have yep. to boot that up and kill a bunch of fucking cockroaches yep yep same i'm going to be shamed out of my household soon i'm going to see how many people left oh shit yeah yep. i'll just dig a fucking trench around them all <laughs> anyway you're saying about death loop i'm sorry uh yeah it's just yeah. whatever that magic arcane thing is that everybody talks about i finally kind of get it i think so I'm going back to play Dishonored after Judgment. I just because I fucking hammered Deathloop, I wanted to change your gameplay uh, before mm-hmm. going into Dishonored. But uh, just the way everything ties in and you're unraveling this mystery and finding out this person's here at this time of the day, but then, oh shit, I found out this thing and I can change something so that he'll actually be here at another time of the day along with this other person. Mm. And obviously the main point of the game is you need to kill all eight uh, within this one 24 hour loop which consists of four parts so you need to get all eight people in that one loop so it means you need to get a lot of people crossing over right so uh, it's crazy because you gotta like almost like manage time where you're just trying to figure out where it's almost very like Majora's Mask type of thing yeah but it's not like you choose when to advance to the next stage of time like when you go into there's like four areas of the map so like one like the residential areas like up dam it's called mm. so you can choose to go into up dam in the morning and you stay there until you go into the tunnels and then it progresses so you could be in there for 20 minutes to do something quickly like you know there's a weapon spawn there that you want to go kill somebody with later or something so you grab that or you go in there for two hours uh before you gotcha. go into the tunnels so just depend on how much stuff you need to do uh and then every character every main character you kill will drop whatever uh, their power is so you can use it uh, and I think that's where the sort of, there's some overlap with Dishonored there's like different abilities like there's a shift ability that's essentially just a teleport and then there's I think it's called Kinesis or something where you you could just pick people up and fucking launch them out off the map and things like that. Uh, that sounds like a very arcane thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you can only choose to bring in any two powers at once so like you can go in one thing and go right i'm going to be stealthy so i'll use uh my shift and mm-hmm. my i think it was aether or something which lets you turn invisible no oh, that's cool uh, but then the next one you're like okay i've got three guys to go in here and crash a party and kill uh i'm not going to stay silent the whole time so i'm going to go in with this i can't remember havoc i think it was called it makes you like mm. a tank you do increase damage and take less and then you just go in there and pop that and it's essentially like an overcharge ability to just tank a bunch of damage and kill everybody sort of thing that's awesome uh, or you could fucking sit back and collect a bunch of turrets and set them up outside the door and lead everybody there and then hack the turrets and that would just chew them all apart there's <laughs> like there's so many different ways you can approach it uh, and then if you kill the same guy again like after a kill the, the guy to get shift like that gives you the basic teleport but if you kill him again you get an upgrade mm. which is randomized i think every power has four upgrades and again you can choose to have two applied at any time uh, so you can have your shift on a 
shorter cooldown or you can have it go further or you can use it in midair and it'll sort of like freeze you in midair while you aim where you want to go and things like that hmm, no sure. uh, but then there's also a roguelike system which comes into play where you need to gather uh, residium I think it's called or some shit it's essentially like souls from dark souls Okay. You get you gather that as a currency, and then when you go into the tunnels, you can choose to infuse your gear. Like, uh, if you get that tablet off the guy, you've only got it for that loop unless you infuse your gear uh, with the residium, which, as I say, it takes like 9,000 residium to infuse that. Mm -hmm. That means the next day when you wake up, you'll have that ready to pick instead of having to go and kill the guy and get it again. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, there's... The first like hour, I thought it was a pretty heavy tutorial, and then I'm like, right, okay, I want to keep it. I want to start exploring, doing my own thing, and then you realise there's like another hour or something worth of a tutorial before it really opens up. So yeah, there. If you are playing it, it's best to just follow what it's telling you to do until it's a lot more open. You'll know when you're out of the tutorial. Yeah, because they're they're. Uh... Their games are always like that, where they're front loaded a lot with a tutorial, and then it's like slow because it's almost like world building too. And you're like, all right, come on, like let's wrap this shit up. And then by the time you get into it, though, it's the gameplay just switches over, and you, it becomes it makes it a lot easier to get into it. It's slow, but if you can get past it being slow, it you know it's a lot better. Yeah. Then you've also got the whole other side of it. Like I've not even scratched the surface on the single player side or the campaign side, but you've got the mm -hmm. invasion side where you you go as Joanna, which is the assassin that you've seen in all the trailers that has that's trying to stop him from killing okay. the eight people. Uh, so basically, again, like Dark Souls, you can invade somebody's game. Uh, you're a lot weaker than them, but you have a masquerade ability. Uh, so mm -hmm. you can turn yourself into looking like an NPC instead of your normal character, so that people might underestimate you or choose to try and stealth by you and then all of a sudden like you're a lot smarter than the ai in this game because the ai is mostly drunk or dumb as fuck uh, right so you can get away with a lot of stuff but then all of a sudden this ai comes up and snaps your neck uh, but to sort of balance it uh one of the tablet powers you get at the start as a minor spoiler is the ability to have three lives essentially Okay. Like if you get killed, you just time warp back, say, like, 30 seconds. So you move back to where you were 30 seconds ago. And you can try and pick, recollect your body so to get your souls back, essentially. Like your residuum mm. that you were carrying. Uh, or you can leave without it if you don't want to risk losing your actual gear or your powers or anything like that. Uh, but when you get invaded... Uh, it puts out, it locks the tunnels so at the minimum you need to hack the tunnels to open them back up then you can escape uh, cool. yeah that's, that's great, I was like going invisible and hanging out near the thing so that when somebody came up and hacked I had to come up and snap their neck but they've still got two more chances and they've also got like a life bar that's probably three times as much as me sort of thing so I've got so like got one it. shot with a third worth of a life Whereas he's got three shots with three times of life. So you almost had to like, shot. you had to be careful with like, you can't just go in and just go rogue on them and sit there and try to take them out immediately. No, if you just get in a straight like head-to-head -head fight against somebody of the same skill level as you, you'll always lose as Joanna. Because mm. uh, even if you get them once, then they just go back a little bit and they've got full health before you can heal back up somewhere or something. Right. And you just come and put a bullet in you. 
uh, and then I don't know the dual sense sort of enhances it as well. Like you can feel it when you're sprinting about. Like you feel the weight of the footsteps as you're sprinting, and that also goes into like the sound design ties into it as well. Like you hear it and you feel it at the same time through your control. That's cool. Like you feel like the almost like the little pitter patter. Like oh, is it like yeah. a Astrobot where you felt like the little ting 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 ting? It's like that, but it's heavier footsteps, obviously, because you're, right. you're just a big heavy like guy running about these streets like that's awesome. panting and fucking stomping your way about uh and then like the character interactions the voice acting everything's just fucking top notch i had Phenomenal. one bug at the start during the tutorial i don't know if they patched it out or something but there was if you'd done a certain couple of things it would cause your game to freeze up uh but it was only during that like one tutorial section and it was mm. already well documented by the time i googled it so I'm assuming that they're going to patch that out, or if it's not already gone, sort of thing. Uh, I'm sure that I'm. I'm sure that yeah, they'll probably fix it either immediately or fix it. That's the only shitty part about like games these days. You you want to play them immediately, but then, uh, but but then it's like you want to wait because you never know if the like a cool update will come out or something. Yeah, and like I mean, the the things about the invasions, like. Uh, I was talking to Scott about it. Like you can turn mm-hmm. that to friends only or single player, so that it's AI that invades you. Mm. If you feel like it's unfair that other players are coming in, uh, oh, that makes like me, the invasion makes... stuff's really important to the story, obviously, because she's invading you to stop you from breaking the loop, sort of thing. So that has to happen. But it's mm-hmm. an AI can come in and do that if you don't want it to be another player. That actually quells my anxiety a lot because sometimes, yeah. like when it comes to first-person shooters, I like panic. So that. See, you just need to set it to friends only and then tell yeah. me what time you're on. Right, and yeah, need to tell me what time I'm playing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, that might be, a, if I came in, like that could be a way to cheese it. I'm not suggesting you do that, but I could right. come in with like my powers and then drop them mm. early on and you could pick them up. Uh, but we'll, have to try, we'll have to try that. I had to buy Deathloop this week. Uh, ah, well, you could wait another week if you want because I'm away, obviously. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but, that's one thing I did do to my PS5 is I upgraded the uh, I upgraded the memory. Oh, nice, yeah. I uh, uh, take it isn't too difficult, it's just a couple nah. of screws and shit like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally like you pop the uh, I, I bought a uh, instead of because you know, you have to have a heat sink on the yeah. NVMe drive. I just bought like a regular basic NVMe drive, you know, uh, obviously a Gen 4. Um, but it was like $180 for a terabyte. And then I bought a separate heat sink that was like 15 bucks off of Amazon. And I attached yeah, it together right. rather than one that was like pre-built because they can be more expensive. And yeah. uh, The only awkward just, thing with that was, I take it, you had to check the dimensions and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And so the <laughs> one I picked, if you, I can start in the link for it, I can, or I can post it on our Discord. And, and uh, that one fits perfectly fine. And then as soon as, as soon as you pop it in and start it, the PlayStation immediately, you know, just snaps his fingers and recognizes it and tells you it, you know, flashes it and then tells you what read speed on it. And then you can use it just like any other drive. You can set up so that way games write to it and stuff like that. And so. Now I have a terabyte and a half in my PS5. Nice. I don't think yeah. I'll ever need to, to be honest. Just because yeah. the PlayStation's like exclusives only for me. Uh, yeah. And it's always single player. Like, fucking once the next thing comes out, like I think Horizon or something will be the next thing on the radar. Yeah. Be, if I yeah. didn't have space, I would just uninstall Deathloop. 
Yeah, that's true. I've been uh, doing that a lot lately too because I just been I went through it when I installed it. I was like going through and looking at my games, and I was like, "Oh, I should install that. I'm not going to play that right now. I should install that." And I just I always like having the extra space. I'll eventually upgrade my Xboxes too. You know, I'm hoping to get the the little station little drive on sale like you know if it's like down to like one like 70 or something like that i'll probably just pony up and buy it but then there's rumors floating around they might release bigger ones this year oh well i was gonna say the rumor i seen was uh 512 one so that it was cheaper okay Okay. Uh, but i've not seen anything about a bigger one Uh, i think it was like an amazon germany listen or something that leaked it gotcha Uh, but basically yeah round about half price for half the storage which makes sense yeah. but if, if yeah i don't see the point in that honestly like yeah that's to me that's paying your smart pound about the minimum. Yeah. yeah yep <laughs> yeah don't want to go up uh, yep uh, but no, that's, maybe that's, in the series s yeah because uh, it does like, use the, you don't yeah, want it if you buy yeah. a series s then buy the terabyte expansion you're basically you, you could have just bought an x yeah, that's very true. Because at that point, like you said, you're five hundred dollars in, so you might as well just have ponied up and bought the, the bigger one. I mean, that's when it becomes freely available. I know everybody can get the S right now, but they still can't get the X. So. Right. Uh, both of them. Yeah, I'll be them, taking my S away with me actually, because it's small okay. and light as shit. It's going to be and, so easy. <laughs> and uh, and no moving parts, so it makes it even better. Yep, and then yeah. I've just I've got my memory card there to take out my x and put in my s for that's that's another reason why like i'm enticed to get that like i probably will never use like in terms of like being able to do that kind of stuff but i like for the fact that i would have the ability to like if i went over a buddy of mine's house or something i can just pop out my memory card and just take it with me yeah the fact Mm -hmm. that fucking xbox lets you download any game now without owning it as well as like you can just go into the xbox app and say download this to my console yeah and then Later on, I'll be like, oh, I might buy it. But if, I don't know, there might be some weird situation there where you're going over at a buddy's house and you take that thing over that he already owns that's on your memory card and you just play it without him having to download it. I don't know. Yeah. So your friend has shit internet, you can download it for him. Give yeah. him your memory card and he can transfer it. Yeah. yeah. I, but I'm like, it's funny because you say that shit internet because I'm like you where I'm like, I'm like, I want a high-speed internet because, like, my brother, my brother's not technologically advanced. And so, like, I've been helping him out with his stuff. And he's like, why is my internet so slow? And I was like, well, it's like, it's maybe because you probably haven't updated this router. And how long you been in the house? He's like, I've been in this house for 12 years. And I was like, you probably haven't updated this router in 12 years, have you? He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, that's your point. Oh, yeah, that's I a problem. forget that. You just buy yep. your own routers, don't you? Um, you, can, you can either buy them, like, you can buy them outright you know, like from like a Best Buy or a Walmart or whatever, or a lot of times what they do is like the cable companies will provide you one, but they won't let you, you have to either pay for an upgrade or rent a newer version of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All I do is phone up and complain. Look, I'm paying for the top internet package. Our new routers came out. Give me it. (laughs) So, I mean, does it, so that with your guys' companies, did they just give you, do they give you a router as well or do you have to buy Yeah, they'll give you whatever the latest thing is at the time. Uh, Yeah. And then they'll they'll try and charge you an upgrade fee, but they never actually will stick to it because they want your 
custom and I could just go, yeah. no, I'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, because that happens here because they were like, one time I actually gave them, they credited my account because I bitched at them about that because they were like, oh, well, the reason why you're having issues is because you need this internet. And then I was like, well, I already own that internet. So you mean to tell me for the past like three months, I've been getting slower internet, even though you advertised it without me needing to upgrade my modem? And they were like, oh, yeah, so they end up crediting my account and give me a new router. So I was like, fuck you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last thing, gaming-wise, to talk about, and I'll make it quick, is no, Thieves, Season oh, 4 shit. launched. They've expanded the map to include siren layers, so you go underwater and I you fight the fucking evil mermaids and the ocean crawlers and solve all these puzzles and shit. There's like nine new areas to go, like That's- fully fleshed out. That's awesome. Like, are they, are they are they big areas, or are they just, like, are they more, like, islands, like, the regular it's areas? bigger than an island, because it's, okay. like, the verticality of it. It's, like, you're right. either starting at the bottom of the shrine and making your way to the top. Okay. Or you're starting at the top and working your way down, or once some are flooded and you've just got to solve puzzles to open up your way through, other ones are shark-infested, uh... Then you've got the ones that are slightly different called treasuries, where it's like essentially a horde mode. Like you jump in there and you fight wave after wave, get to the end, and it opens up a treasure room. That's pretty uh, dope. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit. And then there's a new curse that come out, came out with it that makes you look like some trippy warlock uh, mermaid like thing. So I've got that already. Uh, yeah, there's. It's just more Sea of Thieves, more shit to do, more stuff to earn and unlock. Uh, so I'm having fun with that. No, that's that's awesome. It's it's so it's so good that they keep on freaking not only releasing it on Game Pass, but like going over and just keep on developing new content for it rather than because all that all Game Pass did for that game was just like make it ten times better. So it's cool to see. It's cool that you're still talking about it, like it's still super relevant. I know, yeah, I know, we've said they've that got before. The, like official podcast thing, they've only done mm-hmm. three episodes. Like they come out, fucking one was five months ago, one was three months ago, and one was two weeks ago. So they're not frequent or anything like that. But okay, the one there was one that was recorded during the Olympics. You could tell just from the stuff they were talking about going on, and they were talking mm-hmm. about an event going on in the game that was going on during that time. And mm-hmm. they were just about to go in for a meeting discussing season seven, and that's them on season four, which wow. is going to be three months, and then yeah. season five will be our three months, season six so and our three months. Yeah. So they're talking, so you're about, talking about almost like a, a year, year in yeah, almost a year of planned. content. That's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it started slow, uh, but right. ever since the season launched, it's just getting more and more popular. And then season three, obviously. They're like, oh yeah, we've teamed up with fucking the big biggest pirate thing in the fucking world in Disney. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's I, I can't believe you haven't jumped in even just to play the Jack Sparrow stuff. Uh, I know it's like I because like I don't know like I just haven't because I think it's I've been throwing all my eggs into one basket playing No More Heroes that I haven't played anything at all. Like I haven't even I fired up my PlayStation just to like. Even Tales of Arise got sort of like booted off to the side because I'm trying to like muscle my way through No More Heroes. Because I, I beat No More Heroes 1 and 2. And then I'm playing through Travis Strikes again, which apparently No More Heroes borrows heavily from. I thought, and I'm trying to. Did you not say your plan was to 
stop in between and play something different and then move on to I, the next one? Yeah, well, I'm a <laughs> fucking jackass and I didn't do that. And uh, I just immediately hopped into Travis Strikes yeah, again, which is like, it is, it is the weirdest, it's probably one of the weirdest fucking games in terms of like, it it's it doesn't feel like it's a new game. Like it, it doesn't feel like it came out within the past like two or three years. Like it's just very old school in terms of gameplay wise. It feels like very much like almost like a PlayStation two era game in oh. terms of, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, I like it cause it's weird. It's not something I can actually recommend to everybody and be like, you should play this. It's really good. It's more janky than you would think. And so like, I'm afraid to like, I can't even recommend it. The plot's nice. The plot's cool, but like, there's so many like, even the way they introduce the plot is like super like it will turn people off immediately. Like, especially more casual people, because like some of the plot points, it's not cutscenes. It's actually like visual novel type shit. Is there not some of the stuff that's a bit dated and pissing off walk people and stuff mm. now as well? Yeah. I've seen yeah, a few oh, stories yeah. about the way they oh, get character oh, talks oh, and all that. Like, oh yeah, exist. Oh yeah, there's a there's definitely a couple times where like even playing No More Heroes, what was it? It was No More Heroes one. I think it's No More Heroes one where they use a couple of things where I I was even like, oh, I was like this did not age well, now did it? You know, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah, it's he's definitely a crass individual, and it's even worse now with in terms of the current climate. Yeah. I mean, I'm, if it's a product of its time, I'm not going to judge it to today's standards usually, but yeah, it's just, I've seen a bunch of stories about it and that's the only thing I know about that game. (laughs) So it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a product of its time and, and it's, you understand with the character, the way he is. Cause you know, Travis touchdown is not exactly the, He's not exactly the best person in the world, but it's yeah, it's definitely more of a product of its time than yeah, what even it is. The name, but you can tell it's going to be a fucking that sort of game. I do yeah. that, I would say. Oh yeah, is it's there just, a lot of fireworks and American flags? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because the place <laughs> that they're in is like Santa Destroy, and it's it's. I think it's it's just funny because like this one, it's very meta, like. Travis Strikes Again knows where it comes from in terms of like old school video games. It takes a lot of that stuff. And I like a lot of that stuff, but it is definitely the gameplay super simplistic, like even more simplistic than the first two games. And like the cutscenes, like I said, are more visual novels. You can definitely tell it was like a budget type of game the way it was done. And it was more like, oh, if this sells well, we can do No More Heroes 3. And I think they actually say that a couple times. They're like, you're supposed to play this so you can play No More Heroes 3. Like, please buy this. <laughs> and it even, uh, you can tell, like, even how well it's sold. Like, how, because if you look at current eBay prices for, like, the NA copy of it, I mean, you're talking about it's like a $100 game already, 100 plus. And I'm oh, just fuck. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, this game's only been out for, like, couple years and it's already a hundred dollars apparently they didn't make a lot of copies here in america but so did you, have you touched tales of a rice i played a little bit of it i played a little bit yeah. more of it i know scottman's obsessed with it and i am getting there too because i'm like oh i was i've i have my i booted up my playstation when i was upgrading everything and then i like looked at it again i was like fuck i was like i do need to go back so i think i'm gonna try to i think i'm actually gonna you have to hold me accountable. I think I'm going to do Travis Strikes again and then jump into Tales of Arise because I can't go no more here. I can't keep on going on no more heroes. 
Yeah, because I've seen a few stories about how crazy popular this is. Or, yeah. Like, this is the best-selling one by far out of all the series. And... Well, um, so Tales of Symphonia is, like, was, like, the GameCube one. They, and that set the bar for, like, every Tales game because that had an excellent story and the gameplay was really good and things like that. Even for... Even for more casual RPG fans, it was like the gameplay was really good because it's more like action RPG. And a lot of people were saying this is the best one since Symphonia, which says a lot, like a lot in terms of the level of Tales games. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Like, okay, I definitely need to play this because apparently the plot and everything is incredible. And the gameplay is actually really good. You would, I think, even, you know, no, I know the question. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Take a gamble in this. (laughs) Yeah. I think you would because you don't have to play any of the other Tales games to know what's going on. And yeah, that was the biggest hurdle. Yep. Uh, yep. So if I you don't, don't have to know what's going on, then nope. I'm every every Tales game. This. Yep. Every Tales game is isolated, and it's it's very much Yakuza style. Like you're playing Judgment, it's right up your alley in terms of you you have three different characters. It's not turn based. It's more action RPG. You can set up your other characters either manually control them or. They'll, you know, you can work around them. Like, they'll do, like, oh, focus on healing, focus on attack. And then you have different attacks that you can customize on turns and everything. It's, the gameplay's really good. I think you would, and then it's more exploration and RPG, like, exploring, like, looking for treasure chests and things like that. And so, yeah. Surprised Scott likes it. I'm seeing that the combat's focused on countering a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which, a little inside joke, but if you'd ever played Avengers with Scottman, you would know that it doesn't do much countering. <laughs> uh, it's like every session we're in, like, right trigger's generally the counter thing. And, uh-huh. and he's like, how did I do this move? And I'm like, well, that you need to counter and press X. He's like, oh, it would help if I press right trigger. Yeah. Uh, he plays, Cap- <laughs> well, he's used to main Captain America, whose whole thing is... Getting his buffs based off of counters, I, which I, um, he never used the moves for however many tens of hours he played that guy. The, the irony, the irony is never going to be lost on me, and I love it so much that the British guy loves Captain America. <laughs> oh no, I fuck, I hate Captain America. Scott yeah. loves him. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like he. It, that's why the irony is not lost on me that he loves Captain America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Thor for life. Yeah. That's but, it's just that's uh, awesome. Actually, that what just went on a Game Pass like I announced, yep. or I, don't, I think it got announced before, but today it goes on a Game yeah, Pass, just, along yeah. with another game that Scott bought. Actually, uh, shit, that Japanese one with the oh, white, um, white Scarlet video. Nexus. Yep. Yep, because you, I saw you post that, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, <laughs> I bought it too. I bought it for PlayStation, though. Thank God." <laughs> How much did you play of it? <laughs> nothing nothing fuck it that's why i need to stop that's why i've been trying to take a break from buying games because i'm like i'm like this shit's gonna hit game pass eventually and i'm gonna get fucked or if i play it i have to play it immediately because you know that's just gonna happen to like Deathloop and everything by the time it hits the xbox it's gonna come out on game pass oh yeah i'll launch yeah. on game pass yep. i think it's like a year minimum uh, yeah so but no i think i think if you gave tales of Arise a shot there's a demo for it so you should try the demo yeah, depends how yeah. quick I get through. It may judgment. not be now because if I get through judgment right. quickly, I'll do that. But if I take another two or three weeks on judgment, then it'll have uh, what do you call it? Guardians is right around the corner. Yep. Like I pre-ordered that. So yeah, because that looks awesome too. Yeah, it's just it's it's from the people that made Avengers basically. Yeah. So 
I don't know if it's, it's like the exact same studio, but they're both Square, Square Enix. Uh, yeah. And it's just going to be dumb fun. Uh, yeah. I'm already past the whole they don't look like the cinema characters thing. Oh, that's good. the original vendors. Yeah, because yeah, was, was it you that, like, was it you that said it again originally where you're like, oh, they don't look the they don't look the same or yeah they yeah fucking, i think it looks kind i looked up like uh some comic images of whatever his name is star lord and yep I, he yes, looks it more... looks kind of like that yeah yeah but i mean i think when we both hated the avengers demo uh that was yeah. one of the things we brought up like how jarring it was like not having the mcu sort of look there yeah but since then uh I think Avengers is making all its money off of releasing MCU themed skins. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, because I saw like, that. Because a lot of the costumes that you see, I'm like, oh, that's an MCU one. Oh, that's an MCU uh, one. And... Started off with like Endgame skins for every yeah. character, but now they've yep. done like a Iron Man one skin. Uh, they've got Civil War, uh, Black Panther in there. They've, that's cool. Uh, Infinity War, Captain America's just dropped this week, I think. Uh, Aye, it's yeah. Basically, it's just printing money for them. I think, which uh, is crazy always... because that was a, that was another one that I'm glad they didn't let die in the water. Like they kept on supporting, just like uh, just like Sea of Thieves. Like they could have both, they could have murdered both of those games and just let them die, but they instead they just went over and you know they kept on supporting them and kept on plucking away at them. It's like, and it almost seems like it's like Destiny set the bar for that and Destiny too. Like where it's like, yeah. okay, your game is going to have a slow build, but if you keep on releasing consistently good content, people are going to come back to it. Yeah, and, like War for Wakanda, like the yep. Black Panther thing they just dropped, I think sort of breathed new mm-hmm. life in it. And then going on to Game Pass is going to push people over the edge. Yep. And then they're like, oh, look, here's a Captain America fucking skin for $14. I'll buy that. Yep. Oh, because I just I got the game for free, so I want the skins yep. that I want, and so you end up spending fifty bucks, which you feel better about because you didn't spend fifty dollars on the game. Yeah, or yep. you because it's on Game Pass, you buy the discounted End Game Edition, and you get a bunch of the skins included. Yeah, see, uh, like, we yeah. should be marketing. We should be marketers for Xboxes, and <laughs> yeah, nah, it's uh, that's awesome. I need to. I I need to start i need to boot up my xbox and start playing more multiplayer stuff especially with avengers like being consistently played and stuff like that yeah like said i think it was it was only like the last two weeks or whatever uh mm-hmm. that we sort of died off we were on avengers every night since the <laughs> war for wakanda thing launched. right uh but sorry i've started i've been playing single player stuff so i don't know what the whole co-op situation is uh if any of the guys are still playing stuff together because I've just been focused on that and then doing Sea of Thieves for the right. races sort of thing. No, it's, uh, that's it's fair. Great. It's like I'll message her saying I'm about an hour home from work so she'll get on and get started and then when I log on there's like a big whole pile of loot there ready for me. <laughs> oh, because she's playing. Yeah, she'll play. Yeah. Like, she'll start a little bit ahead of me and build up some of the stuff. The ship will that's be hilarious. all supplies and shit. It's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> It's uh, it's like I, I one of the games I did pick up recently because the missus wanted it was I picked up WarioWare because she likes the older ones and so I'm hoping to play that. That you looks know, like it's, ADHD nightmare. Yep, that's that's her. I got it. Unless it's <laughs> Mario, it's like 
she does not put any kind of eggs in any kind of baskets when it comes to video games. Like, is it the, unless the average game is two to three seconds in that. Or yep. Something? Yep. Fuck. And there's that like noise. a yep. It's like there's no. It requires no skill. It's just like a pick up and play type of game where I can play it for a little bit. I'm gonna try to convince her to play Mario Party and see if she gets angry at me. <laughs> uh, when is a new Mario Party? Is that out? Or is it I soon? I think that comes. I think it comes out either. I think it comes out the this month. And that's got like full board stuff in it. It's not just mini game bullshit, or is it? Yeah, um, I think it's just see. I, I'm trying to think of this one. I think it's like Mario Party Superstars. There it is. Um, is it upcoming? Because I know game? it's got like a shitload of old, like all the most popular board games or mini games sort of thing. But I'm hoping that that's a, just around a board game as well, like for multiplayer. Because I know the first one. On the we- on the Switch even launched without multiplayer board game yeah. and all that shit. Um, this says it features. Uh, somebody said that you know it's it's a combination between a collection and a remake since it features boards and mini games from previous Mario Party entries. So it looks like it's it's actual regular Mario Mario Party game, but it's like more of like a collection of the older games. Right, we need to all get that, and we need to play at yeah. least one game so I can justify two plus years or whatever the fuck it is a Switch Online that yep. I've never used. Even though it's I, I, cheap as fuck compared to everything yep. else, I've never touched multiplayer on my Switch. Um, yeah. it comes out. It comes out the 29th. Okay. And uh, I'll I'll probably get it. And so yeah, because I I'm in the same boat. Like I have I use it for like the Super Nintendo and Nintendo stuff. Yeah. No multiplayer is a lie because I did go to other people's islands to trade turn up shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's because my. I'm in the same that's boat. That's disgusting. Mine. That the only multiplayer I've played is Animal Crossing. That's even worse than no multiplayer. I played a little bit of uh, I played a little bit of Super Mario 3D World multiplayer online. That was fun. All right. Yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, this looks like it's gonna be yeah, because I'm looking at pictures of it now, and they're definitely boards, like game boards and stuff. Nice. So, yeah, as long as it launches yeah. with online multiplayer, I'll get that. It's oh not God, as if you dude. can wait a month or something for it to be slightly right. cheaper because it's never getting discounted. Uh, oh my god i can so. i i'm just laughing about like i'm just thinking of just the ballistic shit that just the ballistic shit that uh yeah it, it says uh yeah it says all it talks about all the modes and says the tides can turn quickly in mario party so stay vigilant party goers this and all other modes can be played online too nice yep so that's yep. me and then yeah that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be funny as shit i want like yeah it's just the amount of rage that's involved. I wanted to sell my Switch. Uh, I was mm. like, she does a bunch of fucking selling on Facebook Marketplace yeah. and all that. So I was like, just put the Switch up. She ended up refusing in case Luigi's Mansion 3 comes out or something. I was like, that's, or whatever the next one is. I don't know oh, if the four. last one yeah. is 3. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's not fucking coming for a long time. Right. <laughs> but I, yeah, she refused to sell it. So. Meanwhile, okay. meanwhile, back at the meanwhile back at the ranch, Bob is looking at buying a Switch LED. Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> I've been I've been playing my Switch so much, I was like, well, I mean, it would be warranted. It would be a warranted purchase, and I think they give you like a two hundred dollar trading credit for the current Switch. But I right. had to play I had to play musical switches because the missus has the first model Switch, like the original OG model. I have the second version of it with the better battery in it or the better processor. So it has a better battery life. So she would get that one. That one would get traded off because they are the same value regardless. And then I would get the switch OLED. So there's a handheld that you play mostly. Oh. I, yeah, because of the fact that like she's bogarted my television cause it's bigger. 
and her eyes are shut. <laughs> and so she's like, I like sitting next to you. I'm like, yeah, right. You like my TV's bigger. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Son of a bitch. so I sit there, I sit there curled up playing handheld. And then it's been convenient lately when they added the freaking Bluetooth function. And it only took five years to release. It's, <laughs> is it, I, I heard so many bad things about it, like how bad the delay is and all that shit. Uh, I, I haven't had any issues. You can only have the Joy Cons paired and nothing else, or two Pro controllers. Like I have, I have not because I haven't. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised because of how old the system is, but because of the fact that I use only one, because I I do everything single player. I only have. I mean, to be honest, you're not going to be having headphones in and playing multiplayer, so you don't really need many controllers. But yeah, so I just have the one controller and the one headphones, but I'm not having any issues with it. But also, I'm not playing a playing Travis Strikes again, which is not a super labor intensive game when it comes to audio. So it's literally playing the same thing over and over again with the same freaking twenty sound effects. So I'm sure, like, I can't even detect a delay. But no, my luck, I play something else and would detect it. But I'm using a cheap pair of wireless headphones, and it's working okay yeah i think i bought some genki or something like that bullshit they did a bunch of yep. different things like bluetooth converter thing yep ages ago and then never used that either uh, yeah the switch is a fucking wa- massive waste of money for me <laughs> yeah well i mean if you don't it, it's been funny because the, the past three games well going on number four that i've played hardcore has been on the switch which is like i even told I even told the missus the other day, I was like, this is fucking weird for me because usually I don't stick to one console. Like, I'll beat a game and then move to another console. And for some reason, like, I beat Skyward Sword and then I was like, oh, I should play No More Heroes because three's coming out. And then literally the past, like, I would say past 70 hours or so, my Switch has been the only system that I've really played consistently. Yep. Which is fucking weird. <laughs> That's why, I, and then also Metroid Dread's coming out on the eighth, the same day the Switch LED comes out, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I'm gonna end up buying it. I'm a weak man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's this side scrolling thing, isn't it? Yeah, that it's one? gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be a side scrolling Metroid. So yeah, I've got zero interest in Metroid. Right. I yep. could be convinced to play it, but uh, the fact that it's on a Switch. <laughs> fair enough fair enough i understand i mean that's I've, where I've, I've got access to my tv so i don't see i don't want right. to play on a tiny little screen when i can play on right the yeah, new and, dolby vision enhanced xbox uh, right. that just and, dropped this week or something me i've been sitting there trying to convince because i have a 4k obviously i have a 4k tv but uh i've been trying to convince the missus because i've been looking at the lgc1 that freaking 4k 120 hertz two thousand dollar tv and i'm like i'm like i'm like you should let me buy this one she's like motherfucker no and i'm like why she's like you don't need a new tv i was like but you do though you need a new tv (laughs) which would be my old one and then we would put my new one here and she was like no and i'm like damn it so i'll eventually break her down and she'll she'll eventually buckle and i'll buy it yeah just what you all you need to do is clear out your whatever the fuck uh, one wall of your display and just get a wall tv oh my like. god i would love that <laughs> i watched a, i watched a video the other day where uh it was like i think it's samsung has the thing was it called the panel and it's all the little tiny tvs it's like the little panels that they put together and they click them all into place and it's like it's called the wall or something like yeah, that you click a bunch of them. Yeah. yep 
but it's like 170 something inches. I was like, oh, I'll just clear out the video game collection and just mount it right there and just get rid of all the TVs and just have that one. Yeah, 146 inch modular yep. TV. But they've <laughs> yeah. since, uh, I'm seeing here, got a 292 inch. Oh my God. <laughs> and Jesus I Christ. could have swore that I seen like some company were rivaling uh, them and brought out something bigger. I think it, I don't know if it's <laughs> LG or something like that. At that point, it's just like a dick swinging contest on like a two hundred ninety like, inch the, the TV. The picture showed the fucking per- like a woman standing in front of the screen, and it was easily double the height of her, more oh than God. double the height of her sort of thing. Yeah, it's like that. taking up one of the massive walls that you see in a fucking American TV show that the yep. like the cast clearly couldn't yep. afford. Yeah, I cannot. Uh, I don't have enough uh, ceiling space for that in terms of height, and so. <laughs> Uh, uh, well it's went a bit longer than I expected <laughs> yeah uh, I think we should maybe save we were going to talk about Shang-Chi but fuck yeah. it I think we should save it yeah we'll uh, we'll save it until uh, well is Organic well Organic might not be watching it until like November but yeah even uh, if, if it gets a concrete Disney Plus release date I think we should maybe do it like a week or two after that yeah, because uh, then more people have be interested in hearing about it if they've not seen yep. it already. I will yeah, say then... I was ready to give up on like going to the cinema or the theater, whatever the fuck you call it. I mean, uh, cinema, I understand it's interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the last one I went to was just a fucking terrible screen, so I gave it oh. another chance and went to like this Lux one. It yeah, four K screen and oh. Dolby app, crisp, think, crisp, like, isn't it? Yeah, loads of speakers and yep. every chair is a recliner, like with yep. its own little fucking. Have you? Are they? Are that? Is that a new thing over there? Because it's, it's sort of newer over here in terms of like, in terms of it's, like transitioning in over there. Yeah, well, there's a company over here called Odeon, which is one of the bigger ones, mm-hmm. maybe like the second, second or third biggest in Scotland. I don't know about England. Uh, and they've got uh, whole theaters now called Lux, like L U X E, and every one of them has the four K screens. Every seat's a recliner, awesome. all that yep. sort of shit. But then this other one I went, which was like the biggest company, Cineworld, was like mm-hmm. an old, dated one, and it was like shitty seats. Like oh. I can't even remember what it was I went to see. It's like what was it, it, the last Marvel thing? Before, oh, Black Widow it was Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. It was shit quality. I was like, why the fuck didn't I just watch this at home in 4K? Yep, yep. you could have watched it with a better connection and not have to sit yeah. in this freaking upright seat for two hours and feel uncomfortable. It's uh, yeah. a lot of the... A lot of the... Having to reposition like 20 <laughs> times, try yep. to fucking take pressure off one cheek and on it. <laughs> You're like, I got to pull my wallet out of my pocket because it's going <laughs> to throw my hip out. Yep. Yeah. Um, over, over here, they've switched over to more of the Lux style. Um, over the past, like, I would say, like, three or four years. Because even some of the older theaters that, like, outside of, like, cheap, like, because we have, like, cheap budget theaters that are, like, you know, they come in, they're, like, secondary theaters where, like, after a, after a movie's initial run, it will be put into these theaters and it's a cheaper price. They do, like, matinee pricing and stuff, but a lot of those are, like, fight for your seat, hurry up in the theater, very old school style, but... Most of the current theaters now is all like reserve seating, the recliners and stuff. I think it's because they they know it. For me, I I go to the theater more because of that, because of the fact yeah. that I can reserve my seats. I don't have to fight anybody. I can get my I can get all my you know 
uh, concessions and everything. Like I don't have to rush. I can get there. You know, when the movie starts at six, I can show up at five forty-five and not have to worry about whether or not I'm going to be sitting in the front row or not. Yeah, like I, yeah. with the Lux one as well. It's like it used to be these cinemas. Like I would hold. It must be at least a hundred, if not two hundred, or something. Yep. Whereas these Lux ones, it's like forty to fifty or something. Yep. So when I went to see Shang Chi, like it was, I was second row from the front, but there was mm. no issue because everything's so spaced out, and the front yep. row is so much further back than yep. it is and in like you, a packed sort of room. Yep, and then you can lean back and everything too. So you're like, okay, cool. Like you, even if you're looking up a little bit, it's like it's still comfortable. And then. I like it because they, it's the same exact thing here. It's like a lot, like it went from like 150 or 200 people, like you said, down to like 50 at their, or like a hundred at the biggest, you know, the biggest one they have. And, you know, you can even walk in between the seats. Like somebody could have their recliner like fully out and you could still slip in between rather than having to like make people stand up and everything. It's just a lot more convenient. I just, it's a lot yeah. more enjoyable like, experience. That Lux one as well, when I booked, like they give you the option of that, uh, do you want this meal delivered at this time yep. and all that sort of shit? Uh, so like you could get your food delivered half an hour in if you want. Yep. Like uh, you just do all that before you even arrive. And the only reason I ended up at the front is because I was an idiot and read the seating thing wrong. So I had oh. it upside down essentially. Oh shit, I've been there uh, before. It's that whole was it fucking stage left or was it? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, like man, they fucking from the back of the room. They, yeah, they fucked you. But no, like, luckily, like I said, I didn't realize that sitting at the front wasn't an issue. But mm-hmm. when I got there, I realized that it was fine. Uh, and the fact that you could recline uh, means yeah. that you're not having to look up at all. <laughs> yeah. Was that you your first time ever going into one of those types of theaters? Uh, I'd been in the reclining ones and all that sort of stuff, but they weren't 4K at the time. Uh, ah. It was a few years back. Like The right. transition to Lux before 4K was a big thing, and it was all about getting the gourmet food, like better yep. than just plain popcorn and all that shit, and the, yeah. every seat's comfortable and everything. Uh, yeah, because uh, I know one of the ones that, you know, like Shine and all them talk about is uh, Alamo Draft House here, which is like a oh, yeah. bar I've type of cinema. A bunch yeah. about that, yeah. Yeah, um, but they Rooster were Teeth based in Texas. I think they've got a lot of them. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah. huge in Texas, and they're the ones that are like, as soon as like new tech comes out, they try to upgrade as soon as possible and things like that because they're a higher end like experience. And so, yeah, it's yeah. I I like going because all my the the two movie theaters that are by me like they they upgraded to that like immediately as soon as it became like a little bit of a thing. Cause they're trying to compete with like places like Alamo draft house and stuff. They started converting all their theaters into like the deluxe, like recliners and everything like that. And then people were upset at first. Cause they're like, Oh, I got to pay an extra couple dollars. I'm like, you mean to tell me I got to pay an extra couple dollars to have a reserve seat to not have to worry about this shit. And I get a comfortable experience. Yeah. I'll pay the extra two bucks. I'm we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. for as long as I can remember, we've been able to reserve seats. Uh, so I think, I guess we've been lucky that way. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's it. I mean, the town I'm in, uh, it's, that's the only, like, Odeon is the only mm-hmm. cinema sort of thing. So I've not mm. got, I don't have much experience. Like, if you go into Glasgow, there's, like, fucking eight yeah. different cine worlds and four right. different Odeons and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it's just, like, the big the main like shopping mall or whatever you'd call it uh, mm-hmm. in the place I stay that has the cinema and that's how the f- only uh, one in town. 
How far are you out from uh, Glasgow? It's like a 15, 20-minute drive. Okay, uh, that's not bad. No, it's yeah. fine. Uh, it's just... It's easier, like... I mean, yep. the, that one that we went, they see that was shit quality. It was one of the older ones in Glasgow. The different cine worlds are obviously different quality. Like the yeah. busy one in the city centre, they've upgraded that sort of thing. Yep. So I think they've got a bunch of different 4K screens. Yeah, it's uh, like the ones that are going to be closer to like probably touristy areas and things like that are probably going to get upgraded first. And then as you get further and further out, they get less yeah, and less. Like when I went to see Black Widow, it was a we decided an hour before we were going that it was thingy and it was the opening weekend so mm. it was che- I think we checked like eight different cinemas within a fucking I don't know a 15 mile radius or something right. like that and nothing and that was the only thing we got was that shitty one and oh, it almost that's stopped why. Like, yeah but yeah. Lux turned it round and meant I'm going to keep going to the cinema nice I was I might actually try and get to see Bond this weekend yeah, I want to. I want to see that. I might convince the. I might convince the missus to see it because apparently it's really good. And so, yeah, like I've got her partially invested in the Marvel stuff now. Like she watch all that with me, but mm-hmm. Bond's a tougher sell, right? Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, uh, we were trying to get a new scheduled release thing going. Uh, that kind of got messed up. Yep. But hopefully this is out on Friday. Yeah. If somebody keeps to the word. Mm-hmm. Pray to <laughs> we'll baby see. Jesus. Yeah. Baby organic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, well, maybe Friday will just be the new day that they come out going forward. But yeah. hopefully I will try to be more consistent, basically, because we kind of got out of bed after this long break and didn't yeah. quite rush to get things done <laughs> and we've and we've all been dragging our feet where we're like oh okay yeah we'll do it all right cool we'll do it yeah i just had to i had to convince organic otherwise but yeah we'll we'll figure it out we'll get it ironed out uh but i'll do this for another fortnight i guess uh <laughs> or depending when this comes out you might get another episode three days later never know <laughs> Uh, but we'll see you next time whenever that is uh, yeah. where can they find us on the socials you can find us on Twitter and, yeah I was waiting for it you can find <laughs> us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks and Discord can be muted and the link for it will be in the show notes we'll yeah. see you next time see ya Complete Geeks Pop.